Once again, to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. Big question for you, right out the gate. Are you referred to by a pet name by someone? Maybe you are, maybe you're not. If you're not in a relationship with somebody and it's not really happening, don't feel weird because I am in a relationship, and that doesn't really happen in my world either. It's funny, my wife and I, we have one little pet name where if we say it in a social setting, we know the other person either needs to go in the other room to talk, or it's a signal that we need to blow that proverbial taco stand. I'm not going to tell you the word, just in case we have to escape from your house. (laughs) But the point is, fear not when it comes to listening to this episode, because honey bunny, this episode is for everyone. A Florida State University neuropathologist and specialist in the origins of human language development explains that baby talk, universally used between babies and caregivers, mostly mothers, not only facilitates language acquisition skills in babies, but it also fosters an emotional bond between infants to their mothers. That said, and this is her hypothesis, was that couples speaking kind of in baby talk or giving each other pet names in this way, hearken back to their own experience when they were infants to their first love, which was their mother. I can see this as being true, especially in the opposite sense, in that the opposite is probably true as well. Uh, Neither I nor my wife had goo-goo-ga-ga mothers, right? No disrespect. It's just, you know, we didn't. So we're not really that way with each other. This information, by the way, comes from a site called The Swaddle. (laughs) which is a radical name. Had I thought of it earlier in my life, that might have been our thing instead of refresher, but it's probably for the best. All right, we're just getting started. You still with us, pumpkiny-wumpkiny? Good, let's keep going. Pop culture loves the pet name. All over television, everywhere. I, I just picked a couple. Think Lovey Howell or Wheezy Jefferson, or Edith the Dingbat Bunker, or when Dwight Schrute calls Angela Martin monkey. I even remember Dick Van Dyke once calling Mary Tyler Moore Snoopy Nose, if I I remember correctly, on the Dick Van Dyke show. So obviously, there's lots of examples of this out there in pop culture. There always has been. And usually, it's all in fun. But interestingly, the health guidance site had a piece called, and I quote, how pet names can be bad for your relationship. 
Oh dear. What do you think it will say, lover face? Calm down, calm down, my sweet tiny acorn angel breath in a potpourri jar. I'll just quote it to you. <laughs> the idea behind pet names is innocent enough. The main reason we use them is that usually we're fond of our loved one, and it's cute, and we want to demonstrate that. Okay, so, so far, so good, flower-eyed dove princess lady. Uh-oh, wait, wait, wait. It also says, unfortunately, this can have unforeseen consequences that manifest themselves in a number of ways. I can't bear to look. Heavens, no. What could they be? Star that fell from heaven and landed in my backyard. What does it say? Easy, easy. Deep breaths, ice cream pants. It says, using pet names may trivialize your entire relationship in the sense that you may stop taking it seriously. According to studies, many women will use nicknames, for example, to describe a man they have a crush on to their friends. At first, the guy is like, hot mechanic guy. Now, you can imagine... The guy thinking, this is pretty cool. I like being a hot mechanic guy. Well, they get together. Now they've been dating for a while. And all of a sudden, they're Frank. Then Frank is all, dude, what happened to my hotness? Am I now an average-looking mechanic? Well, this just sucks. Also, there's a good chance you're potentially embarrassing your partner even if they seem happy to go along with it at first, and this is something else that will obviously put pressure on your relationship. This can result in an even worse scenario where you try to force a pet name or just, it's so awkward and it affects the relationship in that both of you know, it's just way too saccharine and it's not working. Your partner is likely to go along with it, but every time they do, they may wonder if they're just going along with the relationship too. <sighs> Dracked. So does, so does this mean we have to stop with the pet names, Puddin' Pop? Well, that's an individual decision. In fact, that's up to us, baby seal in the snow. It closes by saying that, of course, all of this doesn't mean that there's never any place for a pet name in a relationship. And when used correctly, they can be a really nice way to show affection and work as a little nice in-joke that may make the two of you feel closer. The secret, though, is to treat the pet name carefully and not to force it or overdo it. Can you imagine being called a pet name by the person you're married to and you hate it and they call it, they call you it in public all the time? <laughs> Never try to consciously create a pet name because doing that generally won't stick. And then when you, it does fall in your lap and it makes sense, 
make sure you don't use it all the time and that you keep it as a private thing between you and your partner. So do you guys understand now? Uh, well, I guess I won't call you love bug when out to dinner with our friends then, will I, bird face? I guess not, boo-boo bear. <laughs> but what if we go on a date? Just us. Just me and you, little chipmunk that's just learning to walk. Then can we do it? Oh, you. You are so funny. Dream broke croissant for Splenda's peanut butter and Nutella angel rabbit. I guess it's okay as long as it's not in front of the waiter. Sweet pear half in your own heavy syrup. I will say this. And by the way, this is Chris Levine is back again. It does feel nice when someone like a waitress or a person working in a store calls me honey or calls me sweetie or calls me baby. I'm not going to lie. It feels real nice. Whether it's for a better tip uh, to make a sale, I don't care. It's irrelevant. It still feels good. I don't get a lot of that. So it feels good. And, and I, for one, would love to do the same thing, but you got to be careful. Like, for example, you know, I wouldn't want to be flirtatious with somebody, but even like, for example, with children, I would love to call a child like buddy or sweetheart. I just don't do it because I don't know if I can pull that off because I don't think I'm old enough yet to do that before taking away in the creeper wagon. But ultimately, when it comes to relationships, if allowed by everybody and everything's okay with the other person, this can be a pretty endearing thing. I think it's just more cute than cringy sometimes and more cringy than cute other times. Part of that depends on me as the listener and part of that depends on who the other people are. I might be able to handle some people with all that and maybe not others. That's not their fault. That's just my thing. So ultimately, why do we call each other by nicknames? Well, as humans, we are programmed to respond to affection and kindness, just like the family pet. And one way to connect with someone is to, you guessed it, create a pet or nickname for them. A name that says, I really know this person. I have a bond with this person. This is my special person and what we have is special. But here's the last thing I'm going to leave you with. And I think this may sum the whole thing up beautifully. If you do this for the love of everything holy, read the room. See, that's probably the best advice here. Then all can live happily ever after. You got that, sweet mama? Lovely kins? First lady? Sticker shock? My pineapple chunk? You listening? Disco biscuit? We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist 
to shadow our overall theme. This time around, we have for you Refresher Podcast's playlist, which is entitled Pet Names. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Pet Names. So here's 10 songs. Track number one. The group is called One Way. And of course, the song is called Cutie Pie. Number two. Rufus and Shaka Khan with probably one of the coolest, smoothest, and most laid-back tracks ever called Sweet Thing. Number three, the song is called Apple Blossom, and it's by the White Stripes. Number four, the fictitious band, the Archies. Well, they had to be real people, but they weren't the cartoon characters actually playing the song. That's at least my understanding. I think, I think, I didn't look it up, and you can if you want to do that. I think Neil Diamond wrote this song, but it's the Archies with Sugar Sugar. Number five, the song, God Bless It, is called Baby Cakes, and it's by D.D. Sharp. Number six, from Abbey Road, the Beatles with Oh Darling. Number seven, the wonderful Sam Cooke with his song, Sugar Dumpling. Number eight, PYT, Pretty Young Thing by Michael Jackson. Number nine, Killer Killer Band. Look them up. They're hard to find. The band's name is Rialto. The song is called Hard Candy. Number 10, Fred Neal with, you guessed it, Sweet Mama. Again, that's our playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash pet names. We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. This is kind of an exciting one. We've got a couple different new parts of California on our list. Uh, our demographics reports show that we now have listeners in Panorama City, California as well as in San Francisco, California. And in addition, we also have new listeners at the Marine Corps Base Camp in Lejeune, North Carolina. Thank you so much for listening out there. We really appreciate you. Welcome to Refresher. Hey, a couple of reminders. Did you know that plants improve the air around you and they improve your mood? Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. You can actually get plants from them as well. And here's the cool thing. You can name those plants, just like we were talking about today, because they go with you. It's a pet plant to go. You can put it in your cup holder in your car or in your backpack where people can see it. And it's a pretty, pretty cool icebreaker for conversation. Check out their awesome website. It is www leafve.com. Design craft is the forefront of the millwork industry, setting trends, constantly innovating to meet custom needs. Note samples of their great work at designcraft.com, which is spelled D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T.com. We want to say hello to our friends at the Managing Expectations podcast. That's a podcast for interesting people by interesting people, wading into all things that make them interesting, be it 
music, art, books, movies, and generally the passing scene. You can check them out everywhere you find your podcasts these days. And you can also look them up on their own website, which is managingexpectationspodcast.com. My normal reminder, you built this show. You did it. I'm, I'm the mouthpiece, but you guys made it happen and you grew it and you made it strong. This show simply would not exist if you weren't there. So thank you. If you could all continue to do me a favor and please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. It could be as little as 99 cents a month. Dude, you can do that. And if you can't do that, that's fine. But I think you can. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you are so inclined, that would be outstanding. But I digress. Not everybody wants to spend money these days because, you know, money is not always that easy to find. And if you don't have the opportunity or the inclination, it's all good. Just feel free to listen to this show and enjoy it anytime. I also want to let you know that books that I've written involving celebrity interviews and so forth, as well as t-shirts and cool merch for this podcast can be found at our website, which is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com, which is, again, refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by, what's a good name? Mr. Wonderful himself. John Villafuerte. You heard it here first. Until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time, sweetie.